1: And greetings to one and all here on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader, along with Vince DiDario. I'm Brian Miller from Alumni Gym at St. Joseph High School, downtown South Bend. We are just underway. Opening tip controlled by the Indians and as they go right to left and shoot at the near basket here from our vantage point. They are off to a two nothing lead on the Will Terry 15 foot jump shot. Just underway here in this non-conference tilt between 16 and four St. Joe and 14 and six Mishawaka. Two teams going opposite directions right now in recent stretches, but certainly we're expecting a good one as the Cavemen on their first offensive possession with a dribble entry by Sicario Thomas and they'll tie it up with two as he hits the running jumper and actually it was a three-pointer by Will Terry earlier, just outside the arc, and a rebound miss on the inside by Kineshny, he gets his own board, puts it up, and then he's fouled, and that'll
2: extend the St. lead to 5-2, we're just a minute in. Yeah, fast and furious there, and uh, we figured there'd be a lot of points scored tonight, but uh, uh, that's a lot of points all at once really enjoyed some extended conversation
1: with ron heklinski and in particular the soon to retire Ron or uh, ron how about mark johnson and i am taken back by the student body across the way with their shirts off and they've got it painted letter by letter coach j on their chest that's a lot of spirit for a a great veteran coach runner in the lane put up by devon parker no rebound say joe they'll dish it down the middle of the lane with a little jump pass by jack quinn and it's stolen by Maddox, Yohi. Yohe will run the court. Down the lane. Right-handed running layup. No scoop layup. No. But Herringer there with the rebound. Recycles it for his first two. The freshman getting the start tonight for Mishawaka.
2: Yeah, and, and a good thing that he did, too, because uh, obviously you mentioned it in the pregame. St. Joe brings a lot of size with their starting lineup. And uh, they need to counter that size and that's why the freshman got the start. Buda outside to Quinn, launching the right
1: wing three. Remy no rebound, Devon Parker, long 80-foot baseball pass down to the left baseline. The catch and shoot from three, no good, but right there to recycle the Trent Johnson miss. Sicario Thomas with a second field goal and it's a 6-5. Mishawaka lead and just like that, Mark Johnson will burn a 30-second timeout. We're gonna keep it right here and get the table set. The night started out a bit delayed because of a wild and wacky JV game caveman Jay Beers let one get away. A lead in the second half that uh, fluttered. St. Joe would tie it, send it's overtime, and they would win it in an OT period 69-66. But here's 16-4 St. Joe. They have been red hot with win in seven of the last eight meetings. Huge 50-point win Tuesday.
2: This team, they can play. Yeah, there, there's no question about it. And Like I said, points are going to be uh, few, I mean, are going to be many tonight, and uh, it's already 6 5, and there's only two minutes left uh, to go that have elapsed in the first quarter.
1: So we'll get settled in here. J.R. Konechny gets the inbounds after the Mark Johnson 32nd timeout. They'll work it to the deep left point area. Litka. Lifka swings it to terry terry down on the inside feed on a little post lob and a perfect feed to J.R. kineshny he is up and good he's got four and a seven six st
2: hey joe one point advantage well uh, you get six seven down there uh, under the basket uh, that's that's advantage st joe for he's sure. a
1: six seven guard though but yeah. he can still post up believe me running right winger no good almost an over and back but the player who had the ball dished it back in the backcourt had one foot of the forecourt, one foot of the backcourt, and you have to be all the way over. Yep, you have to establish. And had not done so. Left wing, three ball launched by J.R. Kineshny with a defender, Trent Johnson right in his face. Kineshny averages 29.6 per game. The ND fighting Irish to be now ties up Maddox Joey right at midcourt, and Mark McCammon will call a jump ball. He's one of the three men in stripes tonight as the official and a substitution. Connor Litka will get an early breather and Declan Walsh will check in. Now one thing we didn't get to mention the pregame show but St. Joe a little thin on the roster and the depth tonight because Cole Hadovich, Jake Deal, and Jacob O'Dell are out due to some health concerns. Left side three ball launched and scored there by Sicario Thomas, and he's put on a one-man show to keep this caveman club within striking distance. He's got seven, and it's a 10-9 sage lead. Baseline dribble drive, left side will Terry. Little scoop pass in the paint to Walsh. Back outside, jump pass in the paint. Quinn finds it to Terry. Back outside now, dribble entry by Fuda. He'll get into the crowd, put it up no and a foul. Good dribble entry once, twice, and thrice by the Indians on that possession. Tried to work the ball down close to the basket and a reach-in foul defensively on Sicario Thomas and the Mishawaka Caveman. He's first. Second on the team. A foul a little bit ago versus Devon De- 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 Parker. So again, the Caveman starters, Sicario Thomas, Maddox-Yohi, Trent Johnson, Devon Parker, and Tommy Herringer. The starters for South Bend State, Joe Coach Mark Johnson, Connor Litka, J.R. Jack Fuda, Will Terry, and Jack Quinn. So after the free throw, missed off the mark by Sicario Thomas, an 11-9 lead for St. Joe and Mishawaka basketball. Double
2: drive. It is Yohe and a blocking foul. Well, a little full-court pressure there by St. Joe. The Mishawaka was able to break uh, with some nice passing Found Yohee wide open in the corner, and uh, I think the defender thought he was probably going to shoot it, so he wasn't quite ready to move when Yohe started to drive, and uh, Yohe was able to draw the foul there.
1: So inbounds, common foul goes Mishawaka's way inbound. Johnson to Yohi, Yohi center floor to Parker. Back outside and Trent Johnson dribbles to the left point. Backs up, fires the tray and gets it. Nice look there for Trent Johnson. He averages 21 per game. He has his first points and it's a 12-11 caveman advantage. Topside Konezhne, he'll try the tray. Remy no, rebound Devon Parker with his struggle. Pulls it down against Walsh. Outlets it to Thomas, Thomas has his pocket pick and Konezhne with a steal and the slam. Well, he just literally took the ball right out of the hands of Sicario Thomas and took two dribbles, one step, and a slam.
2: Yeah, that that trap that uh, St. Joe is employing on that full court pressure is just getting to Walker right now. They were lucky to get the ball over midcourt last time when the, when Yohi drew the foul. This time they had no prayer.
1: Backcourt inbounds with hesitation goes to Trent Johnson. He fires it off to the far side. Along the sideline is Devon Parker. Parker defended there by Walsh. Now he'll settle into the half-court offense in their, in their four court. 3:40 to go, first quarter. 13-12 St. Joe with the home court lead. Deep right hash mark. Maddox Shohei ball fakes it in, looks it outside to Devon Parker. He'll dribble to the left point, puts on the brakes, looks outside, goes center court to Maddox Shohei back near side as the K men go left to right. Thomas to Johnson who banks into three.
2: Another huge three by Johnson from the wing. Uh, St. Joe doing a great job extending that 2-3 zone, but they did a, be- and Mishawaka did a better job shooting over the top of it. Post dribble drive by Quinn. Ball deflected. Goes outside on the roll to the Indians. They'll
1: set it up with Konezhny. Left baseline to Quinn. He'll dribble drive and then kick it out. And a three ball up and good. Nailed by Will Terry. His second triple is eighth point at 16-15. St. Joe regains the with a lead of one. Everybody on this St. Joe team can shoot it from distance.
2: Devon Parker with a beautiful dribble drive. Wow, and got called for a travel. I don't know about that. It looked like a pretty darn good pass, and I realized Sicario Thomas couldn't handle it, but they called a travel on Parker, which that's, that's tough for me.
1: Declan Walsh, who subbed in a moment ago, will check out, and Adam Odell will enter the game, and Connor Litko returns for Mark Johnson and the Indians. 2:45, first quarter, one-point Sage Joe lead. Backing up, stepping up, firing the tray is good. Will Terry, he is lethal in the early stages. He's got nine, thanks to three three-pointers and added a two-pointer for his 11-point output in mid-court. Trent Johnson has his pocket pick. They'll dish to Konechny. His runner in the lane is good. Konechny with nine, 21-15, just like that the St. Joe lead from one is up to six and Kameshny with another strip of Yohee. he'll back up, fire the trade no, recycling the rebound Litka up and good and Rod Heglinski is forced to burn a Mishawaka timeout a one point Mishawaka lead at 15-14 quickly evaporates the Indians with that half court backcourt trap extend the lead to eight so 2-17 first quarter we're going to take a break with our score St. Joe 23 Mishawaka 15 we're back in one minute on WSBT. And after the timeout, the caveman on the inbounds turned the basketball over, unable to make connection. was Trent Johnson and Devon Parker on the inbounds and immediately a frustrated Ron Heklinski will sub Devon Parker out and bring sophomore Arthur Jones into the combination. Well, that's the fifth turnover for Mishawaka uh, and we are not even done with the first period yet. Little jump pass in the paint, deflected away. Loose ball stolen back by Will Terry. Kicks it to Glitka, 12-footer up. Remy no off the bottom of the rim. Rebound Mishawaka. Trent Johnson will run the floor. Two minutes to go, first quarter, trailing 23-15. It was 15-14 one minute ago. Ashmark right side. Arthur Jones. Jones center floor gives to Sicario Thomas. He'll dribble entry, then pull it back out as Brendan Williams during the dead ball timeout checked in the lineup. maddox Yohe runs the lane little leaner and he gets he's shot blocked by Adam Odell who was leaning into him with the arms and Odell will pick up his first foul
2: and the team's third Yeah, It looked like uh, Odell had pretty good position but they're saying that he just kind of moved that body a little bit too much even though the hands were straight up in the air A
1: couple of free throws for Maddox-Yohi came down as a club 66% from the stripe and Yohe fires the first free throw up and good. That is yohi on the season. A 65% free throw shooter, 23 of 35 entering the week. With 100 seconds to go before the quarter break. Caveman trimmed the lead to seven and out of six. Free throw there, a couple of by Maddox-Yohi, his first points of the game, he averages six and the backcourt inbounds of St. Joe with a struggle. Dribble drive, down the lane, Quinn, double team, jump pass to Litka, and after the pass, Quinn crashed into a caveman defender who was set in the lane, It will draw the charging foul. Actually, not Quinn, but Fuda on the foul. That'll be yep. Quinn down the lane, but Fuda gets his first, team's fourth, inbounds, caveman. Trailing by six with a minute 30 to go in the quarter, right on his hip, he, he, the dribbler, Arthur Jones and he the fouler
2: is Connor Litka that's five team fouls already for St. Joe so as much as they've done right uh putting the ball in the basket that you know five fouls in the first quarter is not a good sign
1: inbounds to the caveman a minute 28 first quarter 23 17 south and St. Joe with the lead they're 16 and four on the season He's k 14 14-6. Left wing, Yohei. Post lob into Brendan Williams with the strong side with his left hand. Can't hit the runny jumper, though, as he got right into the basket, but had a very large presence breathing down his neck. That would be Adam Odell. 6'5", senior. Inbounds, Yohei Triggers it towards midcourt. In the K-Man court. that will be Arthur Jones. Jones with it. Finds Brandon Williams, Williams back to Jones. Williams dribbles the left of the lane, double-team, throws up an off-balance
2: runner, and they will call him, wow, for an offensive player control foul. Wow, maybe they're saying that he put his arm out, or, oh, man, that that's a tough call. There Mr. was Hawkins. very little contact. Wow. So Williams
1: will pick up the foul. That is the third on the caveman tonight. Williams is first. At 61 seconds in the period in the inbounds backcourt to J.R. Kineshny. 6'7 guard, I put that in quotations, guard, walks it up the floor now, gets a screen, defended by Trent Johnson, steps back, fires a three, off the bottom of the rim, no, miss, Johnson with the rebound, long pass up the floor, gives it to Thomas, Thomas for the layup, shot is blocked by Quinn, and rebounded and stolen back by St. Joe, Kuda up the court, to Odell, in the paint, lob in the lane to Kineshny, blocks shot, but his foot back is up and in. Somehow, some way, with the right hand across the body, Trent Johnson was able to block Knesdy's shot. Now up the floor, Yohee catch and shoot from three. Right wing, air ball, miss. Rebound, Brennan Williams goes to the floor with the ball. The ball's knocked away, back in the lane. Loose ball picked up by St. Joe, retrain, retained rather by Mishawaka. And a helter-skelter scramble for the basketball
2: results in a possession to Mishawaka. No, no it, to it's St. going Joe. to St. Joe, yeah. I think they're saying that Mishawaka might've had possession, but was on the out-of-bounds line when they got it so it's going to go over to St. Joe inbounds backcourt Jack
1: Fuda will give it away to his fellow senior J.R. Kineshny, 9 seconds to walk it right across the equator at midcourt dribbles to the left of the lane, pull up left point jumper rimming too strong, offensive rebound up and in for Fuda one second, long baseball pass from about 75 feet is missed in desperation by Trent Johnson, and we go to the quarter break. And the first eight minutes belongs to the Indians on their home court. Our score after eight minutes of basketball, South Bend, St. Joe, 27. Mishawaka, 17. Second quarter play-by-play next. Stay tuned here to ninety-six-one, WSBT, the Sports League. We turn the page to quarter number two, along with Vince D'Addario. I'm Brian Miller. After one period of play, South Bend St.
2: Joe on the home court, leading the Cavemen 27-17, Vince. Well, I'll tell you what, both teams were able to score a lot of points. Uh, Mishawaka, you know, 17 in a quarter is pretty good for them. That projects out to 68 a game. That's 10 over their average. The problem is the Indians would score 108 (laughs) because they put 27 in the first quarter. So uh, they're going to have to find
1: a way to slow down the Indians. Alternate possession arrow to the host Indians. And their home whites with the Columbia blue and black trim. They'll work at baseline right. Dribble drive Walsh down on the inside. Cutting to the lane. Nice move by Will Terry. And Terry with his first and the team's first points in period number two to extend the lead to a dozen. Backcourt pressed by St. Joe, and Arthur Jones dribbles past the defender, Declan Walsh, who gets called for the reach and foul. Hey, some updates for you. Other high school boys basketball action tonight on the U.S. signcrafters scoreboard. Halftime over at Northside Gym. Northwood leads Elkhart 30-22. to That's at half. Halftime in New Carlisle. Adams leading New Prairie 30-21. to In the second quarter, it is DeKalb leading Northridge and Middlebury 21-18. Westview by one leading Concord. 14-13 and after one, Meriville at home leads Penn 15-13. Top side three launched and miss by Sicario Thomas, who had a red hot start but has cooled off. And down by 12, the rebound comes after the initial walk miss to St. Joe, who has the lead. A minute into our second period. Arthur Jones hawking defensively on the Litko. And now it is Quinn, outside center floor, dribble, drive, Terry, jump pass to the left side, Quinn fakes, dribbles inside of the arc, fires up a brick, right side, Tommy Herringer. Handle, and then St. Joe with the basketball was able to save it, as Declan Walsh kicked it back in off of the K-Band player. So possession two, Southland St. Joe, and Brandon Williams will sub back in for Ron Heklinski, and Tommy Herringer will take a quick
2: seat. Hey, he's going to get a little bit of instruction from uh, Coach Haklinski there just to hey, settle down. Do, you know, Stay within the in the defense. Do what you need to do. Top side three. Launched by Kinesh. up, no. Rebound in the crowd to Trent Johnson.
1: He dribbles into traffic. The ball is kicked away, but no violation. Stolen back by Joe. Kinesh will race up the left side. Turns. Spins. Got away with a travel. Running jumper. Tapped up, no. Miss Tapped up, no. Both there by Kinesh. The rebound down to Mishawaka. Here come the caveman. Arthur Jones thinks about the three. Now gives it up top of the circle. Dribble drive in the paint. Trent Johnson got the shot. Blocked from behind muscled the shot up towards the basket a rim no good and now a couple of free throws for the caveman leading score I think
2: they're going to call that one on Kinesny so I believe that is his first you are correct, his first and that's going to send Johnson to the line to shoot a pair 7th on the team compared to 3 fouls so far for the caveman
1: 624 here in our first half and free throw number 1 to Trent
2: Johnson's up rimming and good A little little side note about Trent Johnson. Yeah, Trent came into the night uh, with 1,023 points. He only needs 16 points tonight to tie former head basketball coach at Mishawaka, Ryan Watson, for fourth on the all-time scoring list. That's some pretty good company. Second free throw, nothing but net. I think the most, the the really impressive part is he spent his entire sophomore year on the JV. So, he he's doing this in a three-year career, which is pretty darn impressive.
1: So, up the floor, Kodeshne, Dribbles to the right point area. Gives it up there. Terry dribbles right side. Now in the paint. Dribble drop. Fuda with a nice move. And then the little floater with the left hand up. And good. He's got four. 31-19 St. Joe right now. Hitting on all cylinders. Tread Johnson dribbles through traffic. Looking for help. Well, that St. Joe defense. While their offense is headlined, their defense is pretty good. They're
2: long, lean, and they know how to take away the passing length. Well, and they're, they're in this zone. And... and you know, Coach Jay's no fool. He put these guys in a zone for a reason. They've got that long reach that can cover a lot of ground in that zone. Right wing. Three ball. Launched by
1: Trent Johnson's up and good. He's got 11. 31-22 the tally. K. McTrimmett with an 8 with 5.30 to go first half. J.R. Konezhne gets a screen. Now double team. Yohe deflected it, but he retained it. That is Konezhne who fires it back outside of Walsh. Walsh center floor. Goes to Terry. Post lobbed out inside. Quinn got it into Konezhne. And then the double-team
2: defense by Mitchell Walker. And there's just nobody that can match up with him. It's just that simple. And he's a smart player. He's going to go down to the block every time. Because you're right. He's 6'7", and he's got moves like a guard. So he's going to go down to that post. And he's going to get fouled and go to the free throw line almost every time. k foul on Trent Johnson. His first team's fourth. Free throw number one of two
1: for J.R. Konezhne is up and good. 76%. From the line. One stat I noted Jared Konezhny with 29 point per game average has hit 232 baskets this year. Add five more to that, though 237 on the season and 388 tries. That is magnificent shooting. Inbounds, Caveman, in. they try a long lob 65 feet up the floor intended for Tommy Herringer against a double team and it's deflected out of
2: bounds by St. Joe. Not the play I probably would have run uh, against the, the height. That is St. Joe. I mean, uh, Tommy Herringer's a big boy, but he's not going to be winning any jump balls against these guys anytime soon. Inbounds. Caveman's pass by Yohe is deflected in the middle of the lane.
1: Intercepted and stolen by St. Joe. They'll run the fast break down the lane. Walsh feeds to Konechny, Shot up no. Rebound Tommy Herringer. His outlet pass deflected by Kineshny and Stolen. He'll put the shot back up from 8 feet away. No good. And the rebound down to Mishawaka Here comes Trent Johnson. He'll race through the forecourt. Double team. Looks for the lean in. And a reach-in foul on one of the Indian defenders, kind of bailing Trent Johnson out of a pickle.
2: Declan Walsh. His foul. That is his third. It's his third foul. There's still four minutes and 50 seconds to go in the second quarter. So not surprisingly, Walsh is going to take a seat. His third team's eighth.
1: A one of the bonus opportunity here for Mishawaka's leading score, Trent Johnson,
2: six foot-three senior. And he swishes this one up and in. Well, and this is where Mishawaka has to make hay. With all the fouls that St. Joe has caused, they're going to be going to the free throw line the rest of the half. They need to hit their free throws if they want to stay in this game. Second free throw at 5.50.
1: 4.50, rather, to play first half. It's 33-24 after the Johnson bull's eyes at the free throw line. Jared Konechny up the floor. Jump pass out and right point gives to Will Terry. He'll nail the southpaw three. Just when you think you might have a little chance against Kineshny, Will Terry is put on a show. Dribble drive, top of the circle, then inside the circle area, free throw line jumper by Trent Johnson's good. And back the other way, Will Terry just beats the K-Ben back down the floor for two. That was fast, neither one of us had a chance to really even look up on that one. All I saw was Vapor, 4-10 before half. 12-point advantage, South Bend State Joe. They'll play the defense on Devon Parker. Dribbles into a crowd, Double-team. Automatic show. He is shot from three. Put up blocked by Connor Litka. Mind you, Litka's only 5'10", but he blocked it like he was 6'10".
2: Yeah, you know, you know he just didn't get that ball off quite quick enough and uh, <laughs> ended up getting it put right back in his face, but luckily Mr. is going to retain possession. Substitution. Ben will bring Tommy Herringer
1: back out. Brendan Williams returns and a three-ball on the inbounds. Williams on the inside,
2: kicked it outside. Trent Johnson, he's got his fourth three-point basket. Uh, Trent Johnson's doing his part. I mean, he's got 18 points on the night, and uh, that puts him in fourth place officially, uh, passing Ryan Watson, the uh, the former uh, former Mishawaka head coach and former Bethel pilot. That's also a fact. Deep
1: right side, Quinn. Works in center floor to Fuda, down on the post, double team, Kineshi fakes, left, goes right, running right-handed, hook shot, no. Sicario Thomas pulls down the rebound, he'll run the court, right side, runner off balance, off the rim, no. Good hustle play by Sicario Thomas to beat the Indians down the floor. That's one of the few times tonight the Cavemen have outraced South Bend St. Joe back up the floor. So Indian foul at 321 before the half goes to Indian Jack Fuda. His second, team's ninth of the half. St. Joe led it 27-17 after one, and they've continued right around that double-digit lead here throughout this second period. Although Sicario Thomas, who had a really good start, with seven first quarter points, nets his eighth with that free throw opportunity. Who was that last foul on, Brian? Did you catch it? Yes, I did. Matter of fact, Jack Fuda. Thank you, sir. His second, team's ninth. Yes, sir. Once in a while I come up big. <laughs> 321 and a half. Second free throw, another manette. Cavemen are hanging around in this game thanks to good free throw shooting. I've got them eight for eight. Back inbounds. And Devon Parker steals the inbounds, but then the cavemen throw it away as they try to work a little bounce pass under the basket. And stolen back by Saint Joe. Indians up the floor. Fuda delivers a little lay-in to Kenej, who puts it up for two.
2: Just a little nice feed on the inside of J.R. Kineshny, and he's got 13, actually making 14 now. It's amazing how many times Kineshny is uh, flashing the lane. His teammates just know how to find him. Reverse runner from the left to right side on the baseline. Missed by the Sicario
1: Thomas. Rebound South Bend St. Joe. Here come the Indians. And center floor Odell and Kineshny get double teamed by a caveman pair of defenders. And Sicario Thomas will pick up foul number two. Yep, Fifth on the team. Here at 2.48 to go, first half. Next week, we'll be excited to bring you Indiana Hoosier hysteria live from the Wolves' den in Michigan City, the Class 4 sectional number 3, right here on the radio, on WSBT and on our sister station, Live 99.9. Sean Styers and the one and only Vince D'Addario. (laughs) Was that how you wrote it? Everybody, yeah, that's exactly. Thanks for uh, getting that right. There you go. The one and only Vince D'Addario. (laughs) We'll have the play-by-play presented by Bethel University Athletics. Doubleheader on Wednesday, including Mishawaka versus Laporte, Adams, and Plymouth. Little post feed from the outside down on the inside. Good post up by Odell. Faked it, went from right to left, and used the basket as a little defender and put in his first two. Jones up the floor, races underneath the basket, gives it to Williams. His shot put up, blocked. Triple team, rebound up Williams. How he got that rebound, I have no idea, in the land of Giants. And he, with a blue-collar effort, will go to the line and shoot a pair after
2: the say-joe foul on Adam O'Dell. Well, he did a good job of a, of a uh, pump fake to get two guys off their feet, uh, but couldn't put it down the first time. Ends up getting his own rebound and putting it up through contact the second time, and he'll go to the free-throw line. Indians will sub Julian Commenda.
1: 6'3", Junior, into the combination. Now, he will sub in for the aforementioned
2: O'Dell, who's going to take a chair with two fouls. First missed free throw of the night for the Cavemen.
1: Second free throw, the South Paul Williams nails it. Cavemen doing a good job with the stripe. 42-32 though. St. Joe with the home court, 10-point lead with two ten 10 before halftime. Center floor, Will Terry, he's been red hot. Goes center court to Litka. Litka swings it near left side to Kineshny. Ball fakes, dribbles, goes to the layup, and scores. Got clobbered under the basket. He and Devon Parker
2: collided, but no blood, no foul. And Kadeshi's got 16. Well, he definitely showing off those long arms because he was underneath the board, was able to reach back and put up that layup. There's no no defense for that in high school. Oh, my goodness. That's length that I could
1: only dream about. Are you kidding me? 44 32. Indian lead is a dozen. Deep right wing. Yohi. Dribbles in, now gives it up to Devon Parker, his running line drive shot put up no rebound, Brendan Williams, but the ball deflected out of his hands and saved by Jack Quinn for St. Joe. A minute 26 before the break. St. Joe trying to extend this 12-point advantage. Deep right side. Quinn looks to the outside, Terry's pass is intercepted, stolen by Yohe, but as he falls out of bounds, trying to save the basketball. The long pass went down underneath the Mishawaka basket and Brendan Williams colliding with Will Terry for kind of a silly yeah. foul. One of those fouls though, he was in the wrong
2: place the wrong time, hustling all the way. That's not one of those ones that you want, that's for sure. I, it, I felt like he could he could have held up on that one, but uh, with two fouls, he's going to go to the bench. and and uh, freshman Tommy is gonna replace him. And at
1: 14 before the break, 44-32 South Bend St. Joel. Long lob right to midcourt. Good catch by Litka, then he gets underneath to Kamanda. And Kamanda wow. is fouled. And did they call that a follow Ooh. They did, they called oh. that a continuation.
2: This is not the NBA, my friends. That's terrible. Wow. There's no way he was going. He was bent over when the contact happened, and then he went up for the basket. That is a terrible, terrible call.
1: Tough one for the Cayman. Commandus' field goal gives him his first points and extends the St. Joe lead to 14 with a minute 11 before halftime, and Commandus' free throw rattles in and out and back in. (laughs) Not a soft touch, but the right touch. And it's 47-32, 15-point lead. And Arthur Jones dribbling through a triple team. Has the ball deflected, but somehow, someway saved by the caveman. One minute and a half. Jones, out left point. Gives to Trent Johnson. Launches a three. Misses the three. Rebound! Comes sailing from the left side. Devon Parker gets his first two on the putback. 47-34 now. Caveman trailing with 45 seconds before halftime. Kineshny, deep right side to Quinn. Quinn lop to Terry, out to Kineshny, three ball switch. Konezhne with his 19th point, 50 to 34. He's got 22. Dribble drive up the floor. Terry picks up the defense of Fred Johnson, dribbles the lane, somehow he got the shot off over two outstretched defenders, including Konezhne, and the back and forth pace makes it 50-36. With 16 seconds, St. Joe will most likely go for this final shot. Reverse jump pass. This simply eludes the interception attempt by Trent Johnson, and Konechny buries the three. 53-36. Back the other way, Maddox. Show. He beats the defense back down the floor, and now Konechny will try a 82-footer, and we go to halftime. So our score at the break, it is all Southland St. Joe in a run and gun affair. Indians 53, Cavemen of Mishawaka 38. Coming up on our halftime report, we will check scoring and statistics. And certainly we'll have an update or two from Matt Embry on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard, all that and much, much more on the way. We invite you to stay tuned. Again, here on our high school basketball regular season finale broadcast, powered by Midland Engineering, our score at the break from Alumni Gym. At Saint Joseph's High School, downtown South Bend, at the break, Saint Joe leads Mishawaka, fifty-three thirty-eight. We're back after this two-minute timeout on ninety-six one WSBT, the Sports Leader. <laughs> and welcome back to Alumni Gym here at Saint Joseph's High School in downtown South Bend, along with Vince Tedario. I'm Brian Miller, a halftime report brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. With our score at the break. South say St. Joe on the home court leading Mishawaka 53-38. Indians led by 10 at the end of 1, 27-17. And bottom line, they've been dominant, and they look really good being dominant.
2: Well, I mean, they're shooting 58% from the field, and when you do that, good things tend to happen. Uh, and, and both teams are actually shooting pretty well on the night. The problem is... Uh, for, for Mishawaka is that we haven't really found that second scorer to go along with Trent Johnson and St. Joe has two scores in Kinesny and Terry so um, you know Mishawaka some other guys are going to have to step up here. Again here at the break, St. Joe 53, Mishawaka 38. How about a look at our halftime stats
1: brought to you by our friends from RBI's Unlimited. Help your child's statistics improve this spring for baseball or softball with hitting and throwing lessons and workouts at RBI's Unlimited, West 6th Street in Mishawaka.
2: Well, like I said, uh, St. Joe shooting 58% from the field, 21-36, 7-12 from the three-point line. That's also 58%. While Mishawaka shooting a pretty darn good 48%, which is 12-25 from the field. And 45% from 3, 5 of 11. The problem is they're facing St. Joe. Um, free throw percentages uh, for Mishawaka, they're 9 of 10. That's 90%. Uh, St. Joe, 7, uh, or I'm sorry, 4 of 6. That's 67%. Points in the paint dominated by St. Joe, 28 to 12. Rebound is actually favors Mishawaka, uh, 17 to 13. Second chance points favors Mishawaka, 10 to 8. Turnovers uh, is kind of a big story at the moment. Mishawaka has nine turnovers on the night where St. Joe only has two points off turnovers. St. Joe nine, Mishawaka two. Some individual scoring first for St. Joe. uh, J.R. Knezny, 25 points on the night. Will Terry has 16. Will Terry has not missed. A shot yet this he's looked really good he is six for six from the field four four from three uh jack Fuda has five points uh commanda has three rounding out the scoring for saint joe litka and odell each with two points for the cavemen trent johnson uh leads them in scoring he's got 20 six of eight from the field Four of six from three-point land. He hit all four of his free throws. Sicario Thomas has nine points tonight. Three of six from the field. One of two from three. Hit both of his free throws. Maddox Yohi, uh, he's one of four from the field. Hit both of his free throws. He's got four. Devon Parker is one of four from the field. He's got two. Tommy Herringer hit his only shot. He's got two points. And Brendan Williams has a single point. He's one for two from the charity strive. So your halftime score, South St. Joe, 53, Mishawaka, 38.
1: Thank you, Vince. Our halftime statistics brought to you by RBIs Unlimited of Mishawaka. And speaking of baseball and softball, we have to mention this. If you're out driving around, listen to our broadcast, and you happen to uh, possibly go past Baker Park, At the uh, intersection near 12th and Burkett in Mishawaka, south of the high school. And the baseball lights are on. It is not practice time and it is not game time, unfortunately. And I say that because Mishawaka High School has turned on their baseball lights at Baker Park in honor of Owen Valley High School baseball coach Ryan Wilcoxon. He died of a brain injury that uh, he suffered. A few weeks ago from what I'm told, schools across the state are doing the same by turning on their lights tonight in his honor. He believes behind two little girls and a wife, was an organ donor, but uh, lost his life after a tragic brain injury. Uh, Thoughts for this man down here, Bloomington, Indiana, from all of us here in Northern Indiana and all the uh, baseball and softball fraternity around the state. Uh, We wish he and his family absolutely the best. Again, rest in peace. Owen Valley High School coach Ryan Wilcoxon. So we turn the page to quarter number three. On that dark note, we start our second half with Mishawaka trailing South Bend State Joe 53-38. K-Ban will put Yohi Parker-Herringer along with Sicario Thomas and Trent Johnson on the court. They will go right to left and work it here. In their offensive first possession feverishly to get an open look against that very, very good St. Joe defense. Their offense is the headline, but certainly they've been good defensively forcing bunches of turnovers, and the running right side jumper on the baseline missed by Sicario Thomas, tapped up by Herringer, rebound St. Joe, they'll run it, now kick it into the corner, three ball launched and missed left wing by Fuda, and the rebound by Herringer for the KBM. Here comes Mishawaka, Trent Johnson to the left wing, double-teamed, outlets it to Devon Parker, to the free throw circle, 18-footer, banks it off the glass, no, rebound Will Terry. Terry outlets it now to Quinn. Quinn up the floor, floats in the lane, gets a scoop layup and runs in to Maddox Yohi, and it will be called for the offensive player, control foul.
2: Yeah, good position there by Yohi. He's, he's, uh, he's kind of known for taking those charges, so good job by the young sophomore, take that charge, and get the turnover.
1: Tightened up that belt just a little bit as he got belted by the offensive player. And it's 53 38 still. Oh, and a traveling call on Devon Parker. That is the second microscopic travel we have seen on Devon Parker tonight. If you're calling him for a little shuffle step or a stutter step, I'd love to hear the explanation. But a turnover Mishawaka and Brandon Williams will sub in for freshman Tommy Herringer. 6:36 third quarter. We're just underway here in period number three, 53-38, which was our halftime score. St. Joe leading on the home court. Left wing, Kineshny, his pass almost stolen, but saved by St. Joe. Oliup, the catch and lob from way out by Will Terry to J.R.
2: Kineshny, and he's got 27. And that, you know, J.R. Kineshny's an excellent, excellent basketball player. That play had nothing to do with being a good basketball player. It had to do with being 6-7. He just got. The but the it, was just over throw. Everybody. it was a perfect throw. It Brittany was a perfect throw. Brandon Williams
1: leans in the lane, goes up against Terry, puts the runner up. No rebound to the crowd. Devon Parker. He had his pocket picked by Kineshny, and here come the Indians at six minutes, third quarter. Kineshny, top of the circle, left hand pass in the left corner to Quinn. Quinn, top side to Terry. Terry dribbles, backs it up, gives it to Quinn now, and St. Joe will reset their offense. And they can be patient with this big lead at 55-38. Dribble drive running. Wow. Right-handed hook shot. Kind of a,
2: a no-look prayer that went and was answered. Fuda with a six-point. Yeah, you're not kidding. He went up through contact. Almost just kind of tossed it up looking for a foul and ended up going in and no foul called. Deep right corner on the baseline. Brennan Williams double-team. Outlets to Yohe.
1: Inside the tret. Johnson. he'll dribble the paint. Can't get the running floater to go up and missed it. And the rebound down to St. Joe. Here comes Quinn. Quinn left of the lane. Leans in, throws up the left-handed scoop shot off the glass. It goes off the rim once, twice, and then a rebounding foul inside. On St. Joe, you probably heard the whistle from our crowd mic in the background. Yep, and that one's going to go up
2: against J.R. Kinesny, but that's his only only his second foul to go along with his 27 points.
1: Substitution, Arthur Jones will check in for Man Senior Devon Parker. 5'15", third period. These two teams looking ahead to the postseason. St. Joe will head to the Class 3A South and Washington sectional next week over on the west side. And Mishawaka will hit the road to Michigan City. Yes, it was supposed to have been Plymouth, but to Michigan City for their Class 4A sectional number three. Bounce pass in the paint. Brandon Williams, good strong move to the glass and with a nice soft touch off the window takes Will Terry to the rack and scores his first field goal. Well, that, that's a good job by Williams, and he's really gonna need to get going uh, down low for Mishawaka to be. Kinesh, Kinesh behind so. the back, switching from left to right, and with the floater on the little runner through the lane. He had a defender, Tred Johnson, right on his hip, but kineshi has got 29. That's his average. Left wing three, launch from downtown. Missed by Williams. Now Sicario Thomas gets the loose ball, rebound. Little cutting pass in the lane, free throw line, 15 footer, up, no, rebound. Williams missed, pulled down by Quinn and say Joe. They'll run it up the floor, Kineshny right side, into the paint, draws a double team, little ball dished off to the right side, put up no good by Fuda, rebound tapped up, no good by Kineshny, rebound say Joe. they'll outlet it to Litka who put it up and in. Connor Litka with his fourth point, and it's 61-40, the biggest lead Currently at 21 for the Indians. Arthur Jones, runner in the paint, little floater, up and good. Arthur with his first two.
0: Only
2: the second basket uh, for Mishawaka this half, where uh, St. Joe already has eight points. Deep right corner now. Will Terry was right on the first half. Jump
1: past Litka's way. Left point, not a Quinn win back outside to Kineshi 340 third quarter Kineshi dribbles drives dishes out Terry three ball rimming no he is human rebound St. Joe with the reverse layup put back by Fuda no and rebounding under the basket with an easy lay in as Will Terry he didn't hit the difficult shot, but he got the easy putback. And it's 63-42, the lead back to 21, matching the largest for homestanding
2: St. Joe. And again, that three-try was the first miss by Terry on the night, but uh, ends up getting the points on that possession.
1: Arthur Jones, baseline bounce pass. to Cario Thomas with a nice spin move. Got the shot blocked, puts it back up and in. Good second ever by Sicario with his 11th point. And it's 63-44 now, the lead Trump to 19 with three minutes, third quarter. And Mark Johnson will burn a timeout. We'll do the same at 2.59, third period. Indians in the driver's seat, leading Mishawaka 63-44. We break for this one minute timeout on WSBT. After the South Bend St. Joe timeout, a couple of updates on the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard, our first final tonight. Down at Walkerton, John Glenn has defeated Goshen 50-29. Starting the fourth quarter at Middlebury, DeKalb leads Northridge 45-44. And at the end of three, Northwood at Elkhart's north side, Jim leads the Elkhart Lions 41-34. Those updates courtesy of the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard. After they say, Joe, timeout, they work it in the right side of their offense with Declan Walsh. But he has the ball knocked away, stolen by the Cayman. They work it down inside in a little coast lob. The Trent Johnson who waiting for traffic to clear and got the easy lay-in, although he got physically abused. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, it should have been an and-one situation for Mishawaka. And now a left-wing three-ball launched by Will Terry. Up no good. Rebound by Trent Johnson. Johnson is able to get his dribble and his bearing straight. He tonight will not sleep well. And why do I say that he is going to be very concerned that there's somebody always at his back trying to pick his pocket, because he has
2: had one, two, and three defenders surrounding him all night. Well, the game plan, obviously, is stop number 12. And look, that's a good game plan against Mishawaka. And uh, Walsh picks up his fourth foul there, but if you could stop Trent Johnson, you're probably gonna win the game.
1: Yo, he gives it up to Trent Johnson. He'll fire up the 18-footer, no good. Rebound St. Joe, but then it was deflected. Oh, actually. After Jack Quinn chased it and let it go out of bounds, he thought Mishawaka's Arthur Jones touched it last on the long-carrying rebound, but the officials underneath the basket say it was touched last by the Indians. So possession, Mishawaka, 2-11 to play third quarter. Mishawaka needs a surge. They trail it 63-46. Dribbling to the left point Arthur Jones double team gives it up now dribble drive in the lane nice finger roll layup by Trent Johnson's good yeah very nice drive to the to, to the lane there and a good finish he's got 24 top side three ball launch and swish will terry is putting on a show He's got 21. Yep, 21 points for Terry. 66-48. And, by the way, Terry averages 10 per game down the middle of the lane. Running shot by Yohe. Put up no good. Herringer comes over. The, the loose ball rebound. Hands it literally to Arthur Jones, who puts it in for his fourth point. 66-50.
2: Ben trying to claw their way back in. Topside Terry. Three ball. Book it. Well, can't trade twos for threes. I mean, I am not a math major, but that is not going to
1: add up well if you're a Mishawaka fan. 69-50. The largest lead was 21. Is now at 19 with a minute and change. First quarter, baseline dribble drive. Harriger is called for the offensive player control foul. And Harriger very animated in getting up and disputing the call.
2: will sprint to the other end of the floor. You know what? I have no problem with that job by by herringer sean and i talked about it in the last game tommy gets the ball in his hands he's going to put it up i mean he he, he doesn't touch well, the ball very often he's got a soft shot too. and and put it up man i have no problem with that and look he's trying to be aggressive you know your team's your team's down almost 20 points you get the ball on the on the uh, on the baseline head for the basket man do your thing so 111 aces wild here in
1: the third quarter Long lob pass floating down the floor to Futa. Futa with a double-team of defenders on his hip. Gets the runner up and in, he's got eight. Uh, as soon as uh, Tommy Herringer left his feet, I thought that they were gonna call him for a foul. And Trent Johnson is double-teamed as he comes across the timeline in the forecourt corner. reached across by Jack Futa. They're not gonna say a foul or are they? Yes, they are. Yeah. Fuda's third. Team's fourth. Ben only guilty of one foul here in the second half with a minute to go, third period. Well, there's something positive to take out of this game. Mr. Walker's doing a good job of not fouling. Dribble drive. Little jump pass. Herringer catches. Running lamp doesn't get the bunny to fall and the rebound to St. Joe. What a great entry pass there by Arthur Jones, but... Herriger
2: expected to get clobbered, put it in, put it off the glass just a little too strong, and did not get a friendly roll here on the on the road. And out of frustration, he picks up his second foul.
1: His second team second at 48 seconds third quarter, and before the inbound, and one of the Indians, Adam Odell, was hiding in the backcourt all the way up the floor. And now (laughs) and Tommy Herrigan was not aware where he was. And Ron Heklinski with a teaching moment will sub the freshman out and bring Devon Parker back in. Now they'll do some defensive switching at 48 seconds, third quarter, waiting for the inbound. Commando will inbound it for the Indians and does so in the backcourt to senior leader J.R. Kineshny. The, The former, or rather the future, Notre Dame fighting Irish guard. 39 seconds, Kaneshti dribbles, steps back, launches three versus the double team, misses badly, and it
2: barely skims the iron, then goes out of bounds, untouched. you might be generous there on skimming the iron. It might not have caught anything, but- uh, Or the bottom of the glass pad.
1: Substitution St. Joe. It will be Jack Quinn subbing back in. The 6-foot junior will check in for Kodeshne.
2: Hey, Walls tried to go back in, but uh, Coach Jay caught him. He's like, uh, you got four fouls, man. You better sit, sit down. back down. Sit <laughs> down. <laughs> where are you, you go? <laughs> nice try. 30 seconds.
1: 71-50. <laughs> k trailing by the unlucky 21. Good move. Arthur Jones, baseline dribble drive. Then he goes for the pull-up and the floater. And he's bumped and fouled by the Indian defender, Julian Commanda, his first foul of the game. Team's fifth of the half, but a shooting foul, so Arthur Jones will go to the free throw line for his first time tonight. Jones on the season, a 69% free throw shooter, entering the week at 18 of 26 from the stripe. And he'll badly miss this one off the front end of the rim, no good. Caveman up till that free throw had done superb at the stripe. Yeah. Trailing by 21, they need those points on 151. Back in it, court inbounds to the Indians who have the lead. Oh, Commanda bobbled the ball and it goes for the jump pass. Somehow Quinn saves it. His pass at midcourt stolen by Maddox yohi Yohee at 12 seconds dribbles the lane, looks inside, looks outside, back out to Devon Parker launching a three, missing a three, rebound. St. Joe comes down through the outlet midcourt, goes to Quinn. Quinn at six seconds, then finally at one second dishes it outside. To who misses a three, and we go to the quarter break. St. Joe extends their lead, which was at halftime 53 38, 220 at the end of three. Indians 51, Cademan 51, 71 51. St. Joe will have fourth quarter play by play next as you two in Mishawaka. men basketball powered by Midland Engineering here on 96 1 WSBT Radio, the sports leader. with Vince D'Addario. I'm Brian Miller. It's all South Bend St. Joe in their regular season finale here against Mishawaka. 71-51. Indians with possession to begin this period and a dribble drive baseline ride as St. Joe worked the ball feverishly out topside and then got it down inside to Jack Puda who was called for the offensive player control foul and just like that will pick up foul. Very, very you know, Team six. I guess appropriate, you know, in this color-coded scoring system I have one black line one green line one blue line and one red line that means he had one foul in each quarter by the way oh okay look at you i've done color quarters probably 30 of the 35 years i've done play by play Uh, it It, helps you keep you know keep you organized well and i need all the help i can. (laughs) first quarters in black second quarters in green fourth quarters in blue and reds Finally, what about overtime? Then I either use purple or pencil, whatever's available. Double drive, ride right the lane, runner, put up. No. Just by Trent Johnson. The rebound knocked out of bounds by Mishawaka. Caveman just
2: can't get a streak going. Uh, you're right about that. Just, a streak of one basket's not enough. And they they just, they just haven't even won a single quarter in this game, and that, so that the lead just keeps on extending.
1: Deep right side, Kineshny finds Litka. Litka's entry pass deflected. Loose ball picked up. Litka will run the lane. Put up a running jumper. That one spun out of the lane or out of the rim rather after 360 off the iron and rebound Devon Parker. Parker center floor. Hands it off to sophomore Arthur Jones. The K-Man will set their offense. Well that's unfair. Arthur Jones guarded by the seven Jared Kineshny. Now Trent Johnson gets the ball in on the runner right side. Put it up and in and he's bumped and fouled. Good pass by Arthur Jones. Led Arthur, or rather, Arthur Jones led Trent Johnson in full stride with that nice bounce pass. And Trent Johnson with that bucket has his 26 point. And he'll go the line looking for the old fashioned three point play after the St. Joe foul on Adam O'Dell, his third. And the free throw is good. Trent is five for five at the stripe, 71-54. We're a minute into our fourth quarter. Connor Litka, the 5'10 senior left of the lane, goes deep right side now to Jack Quinn Quinn dribbles, bobbled by Andrew no. or other, deflected by Arthur Jones and then Jones knocked it away, reached across the St. Joe offensive player and called
2: for the foul Those are the fouls you just don't like, you know what I mean I, he had no prayer of getting to that ball he had fallen down already and uh, you just pick up that cheapo Jack Quinn will get the inbounds jump pass outside
1: to the red hot Will Terry back inside to Quinn, Quinn double team Outlets the left wing, the lift outside the rings. Now, post inside intended for Kineshi, intercepted by Trent. Johnson on the lead. He'll get it underneath to Devon Parker. Reverse layup, tried no good. Rebound tap, slapped out and deflected into the air, and finally controlled by Jack Quinn and St. Joe. We're 90 seconds into our fourth quarter, 71-54. St. Joe with the lead. Drives against a triple team of defenders. Oh, he might have hurt himself there. That is not what you want to see if you're Mark Johnson. That was a clear out. All four other players in white jerseys and Columbia blue trim ran to the left side. And Konezhne went against three defenders in the paint and was able to draw the foul. Common foul though. And Arthur Jones picks up a second within the last minute. Substitution, Mishawaka, Sicario Thomas will check in for Devon Parker. Again at 624 to play here in the fourth. Inbounds, Indians. Kineshdy gets it, hands it right off to Terry, tries the three, misses the three left wing, and the rebound pulled down with authority by Brendan Williams. Williams outlets it to Johnson. Johnson up the floor now, Jones in the corner. Yohee with a good cutter to the lane. His laser beam pass goes off the hands of Brendan Williams and intercepted back and stolen by Joe. Kineshdy's hobbling a little bit. Yeah. Kineshdy dribbles in the lane, 14-footer swish. And Mark Johnson will burn a timeout. Kineshdy's 31st point and timeout Indians. So 5.59 to play fourth quarter, full timeout. We'll take a one-minute break with our score. South Bend St. Joe 73, Mishawaka 54. You're two with high school boys basketball on WSBT. Back here to Alumni Jim along with Vince D'Addario. I'm Brian Miller. After the South Bend St. Joe timeout burned by their soon-to-be-retiring head coach, Mark Johnson. That is Yohee with the topside dribble drive after the K-Benz set it up with Arthur Jones as the point guard. That dribble drive by Yohe gives him six points and right back the other way. And the Indians score quickly. That was Connor Litka's six-point three field goals and a timeout for an injury. As Brendan Williams got clobbered. And Ron Eklinski asking, how did that happen? and williams yeah, will he's got, get, a, got a, get, a bloody nose i think he will get the uh, assistance uh, mishawaka athletic trainer anna roberts she's a busy girl so at 5 30 to go the substitution mishawaka will bring sicario thomas back in the lineup trent johnson arthur jones tommy herringer Maddox, Yohi, and the aforementioned Sicario Thomas on the court with 5.20 to play. Down 75-56. Top side, long range. Three bullseye for Trent Johnson. He has got 27. No, make that 30 points
2: on the game. Yep, he's got 30. He's doing his part, Brian. There is no question about that. Center floor. Odell looking left, going left. Pass is
1: intercepted. Nice move by Trent Johnson. Goes up against J.R. Konezhi, who blocked the shot. The outside official will say there was some body contact as well. That'll send Trent Johnson to the line, looking for points 31 and 32. But he's going to need probably points 51 and 52.
2: If they came in get back in this with they're trailing 75-59. It was a pretty nice defensive play by Canesney, but I guess he got a little bit too much body involved. But it's going to send Johnson to the line for two, and he hits his first one. Third foul on Jr. Overall, fourth of the
1: or check at eighth of the half against the Indians compared to four from Mishawaka. And perfect night at the free throw line. Seven for seven for Trent Johnson. And he extends his point total to 32. Top of the circle now. Konezhne against the double team. Dribbles to the right side with the right hand at 4.48 to play in regulation. Deep left point area. Now it is Will Terry. What well, Terry's had a great game. Gets the give a go Jump pass off to the right side. Runner, Litka, misses badly off the window. Rebound. Sicario Thomas dribbles right down the middle of the lane and steps between a couple defenders and puts it up at him. Sicario Thomas with 13. 75-63. Caveman trying to weasel their way back into this thing. And they're not doing it by oh. anything pretty. They're just... Right now, just trying to find ways to shut St. Joe down and putting some runs together. It's one thing they've not really had any of those 8 nothing streaks right. or 7
2: nothing streaks or 10 nothing streaks or 12-2 runs. Well, it's, it seems like every time they, they get kind of a momentum basket, St. Joe answers uh, either with a basket of their own or a three-pointer. Or St. Joe's hitting threes when the men are hitting twos. Right. As you mentioned, that math does not, does not, does bode not well. work well.
1: No. no. <laughs> Center floor, Odell against the double team. Bounce pass out to the far left side. It's saved by Litka. He'll dribble drive the lane and then jump pass it out to Kineshny at four minutes to play. 75-63. Ben hanging around. Kineshny in the paint. Leans in. Backs up. Fires up. A jumper. No. Rebound Trent Johnson. Somehow the rebound got knocked on the floor. Adam Odell picks it up. Feeds inside to Terry for the slam. Caveman had the ball everything. The ball somehow got knocked away from Trent Johnson and from there it was disaster for the caveman. 77-63, Arthur Jones steps in the lane, runner put up no, rebound Terry for the Indians. Out jumps Herringer, gives it to Kineshny, 3.30 to play, Kineshny double team. stolen by Sicario Thomas and he'll go down and slam it. Steal and scores Sicario with 15. 77-65, caveman have trimmed it to within 12. Don't go away, Kineshny, center floor, Litka, swings it left side, now to Quinn, Quinn, once again Litka, deep left point to Terry, Terry outside, finds help from Quinn, three minutes to play, turning, spinning, Herringer almost got knocked over, post lob inside to nobody, turnover St. Joe. Well, K-Man to cut it here to 10 or just, maybe single digits.
2: I was going to say, here's the run that you've been looking for, Brian. Here's a chance for Mishawaka, like you said. A chance to cut this thing to two uh, single digits. Substitution. We will see Declan Walls check back in. He's working with four fouls. Subbing
1: that will be Connor Litka with 2.50 to play. 2.50 on the fourth quarter scoreboard, And it's 77-65. K-Man could get close. And the jump shot from three put up by Trent Johnson. Blocked by St. Joe. I believe Koneshny got a piece of it. Rebound, Indians. Terry up the floor, right side, runners up and gone by Futa, and there's that big answering basket that St. Joe's had all night. Tommy Herringer for the blocking foul, the bucket by Futa is his 10 point, and he'll shoot his first free throw looking for the old fashioned three point play that puts the lead from a dozen, back up now to 77, or 79 rather. 65. Free throw off the mark. Badly. Rebound. Trent Johnson and Michelle Walker. Here come the k with two and a half minutes to play. Johnson. Little flip pass to Arthur Jones. Gets a screen. Drives the lane. Goes for the running layup. Can't get it to fall. Thought he got a foul. Rebound, Indians. Kanejdi up the floor. Right side. Left side. Shot put up by Walsh. It's blocked into the crotch of the basket. Oh. Haven't had it all year, Brian. It finally happened. Finally. Finally, finally, right? <laughs> you know, I had more comments about that last year. Oh. Uh, it got stuck between the backboard and the rim. Right. And the glass. How's that? <laughs> no. That's the crunch. Don't the change
2: head. it. Don't just, change it. Sorry.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. Do not change it. <laughs> Possession came back. 210 to play. They get the basketball after the. Oh, never mind. Parker outside this <laughs> Thomas. Thomas running finger roll layup. No. He got hacked and fouled in the middle and at 2-02 fourth quarter. He will go to the line. Caveman trying to claw and scrape their way back in within single digits. They trail by 14. A couple of big free throws here for the
2: caveman junior. Well that's going to be Jack Food's fifth foul, so he's going to take a seat. It looks like Odell is going to come back in for him. Fuda will take a chair.
1: I have him for 10 points on the game. Fuda? Yep. Time for 11, sir. Well, that's because I missed that free throw that I didn't <laughs> mark down. <laughs> Remember when we read these stats, they are the unofficial stats oh. for Brian Miller, the official stats
2: for Vince Lerner. Uh, oh, no, oh, oh, no, 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 no. They're both very unofficial, Se- let me second tell you.
1: free throw upcoming, but Sicario misses the front end of two at 2:02 to play. Right now, Ron Heklinski and one of the officials are having the conversation. There is some grins. At least with the man in stripes so i'm assuming they're not discussing dinner plans but a free throw by sicario cuts the lead now to 79-66 13 point game with two minutes to play this would be a monumental comeback kineshny deep left side to will terry in the paint double team little bounce pass
2: underneath to the cutter kineshny Puts it up, and then he has got 33. Uh, St. Joe is just so good at sharing the basketball. They make that extra pass to find that open man, and usually that open man is open for a layup. Trent Johnson dribbles off balance. Runner,
1: right wing, three ball. Put up, no. Rebound in a crowd pulled down by St. Joe. Quinn, double team, triple team, somehow got it outletted. And now St. Joe will run it up the floor with Kineshny at the midcourt stripe. A minute 18 to play, 81-66. St. Joe has led throughout. They led by 10 after one, they led 53-38 at halftime, led by 20 at the end of three, and have led by as many as 21 tonight. Caveman got within 12 about a minute and a half ago, about actually two minutes ago, but now under a minute to play. Joe, looking like they're in the coast mode. Kineshny, jump past left corner. Finds Jack Quinn. Quinn the only underclassman starter of four senior starters. And Mark Johnson, We'll see his club improve to 16, now 17 and 4. And the Cayman will fall to 14 and 7 as both clubs head to the postseason, down to 35 seconds. St. Joe just spread the floor, and right now it's a J.R.
2: Kineshny dribble fest. Yeah, they, aren't, they obviously aren't looking to uh, put the basket up and or put the ball up in anywhere near the basket. They're keeping it in the front court.
1: Ashmark right side, Jack Quinn gets it from Kineshny. We're down to 17 seconds. 81 66. JV game was a thriller in overtime. St. Joe won a barn burner 66, 69-66 rather. But the final seconds will tick down here on the regular season and these two teams will exchange pleasantries, a handshake and a hug and high five. Mark Johnson, Ron Heglinski, two great coaches and Mark Johnson coaches his final regular season game in his coaching career in here. Yeah. His time at South Bend St. Joe in his third year, he picks up win number forty-six. Final score: South Bend St. Joe eighty-one, Mishawaka sixty-six. Stay tuned. Our post-game show coming up next here on 96.1 WSBT, the Sports Leader. Welcome. This is the Mishawaka Caveman post-game
3: show on Sports Radio ninety-six-one WSBT.
1: And welcome back to Alumni Gym here at St. Joseph's High School in downtown South Bend along with Vince D'Addario, I'm Brian Miller, our postgame show here after tonight's regular season finale for high school boys basketball. And I'll tell you, I, I didn't really touch with it, Vince, in either pregame conversation I had tonight with either Ron Heglinski nor the uh, soon retiring Mark Johnson. A lot of things to talk about with those two veterans, but... You know we didn't talk about you know what what maybe to some people is like okay i've heard enough about all the workings around the difficulties and and the 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 battle of the protocols of covid 19 and the consistency that you had to have day in and day out and being compliant and being smart and uh little things we took for granted before uh, we couldn't take for granted here in 2020 and now 2021, and these two schools have fought through 21 games. I know Saint Joe had uh, some issues early in the season and trying to get everything cleared up because they did not start their campaign until December the fourth. In fact, their first game was an N.I.C. game oh, wow. against oh, holy South Bend Adams. No big uh, deal. And that they uh, played back on December fourth. Mishawaka had to wait till December eighth uh, to play their first game, but. Um, we talk about the wins and losses, 14 wins for Mishawaka, 17 wins for St. Joe, getting ready for the sectional, but uh, never before has a coaching staff had to go through what they've done this year. And uh, Tip of the cap, certainly the caveman of Coach Rod Heklinski and their squad, while he had uh, dealings with COVID and there were some, you know, uh, flare-ups here and there within the school corporation, they got through the season, they got 21 games, St. Joe got 21 games, and uh, you, you should have a party or a celebration just for that this year.
2: I mean, if- look, if I get 21 games into my season in the spring, I'll I'll be one of the happiest guys out there, you know? So, and I know you feel the same way about yours. So um, it it has been just obviously a crazy year, everything considered. And I'm just happy that we're here. We made it through the regular season and uh, we got this far last year. And so I'm just waiting to hit that year spot because we went through sectionals last year. Everything was great. And then all of a sudden, you know, it hit the fans. So uh, really excited about sectionals. I'm excited to see what happens uh, from here on out. And and, and look, even though Mishawaka, this is not the outcome that they would have desired in this game, they still got a great shot uh, in their sectional with their draw They've got an opportunity to make some noise and I'm looking forward to keeping an eye on them and what they do in Michigan City. Now
1: certainly, this k club has had its highs and lows with a seesaw of momentum this year after a season opening loss to Marion on the home court. And gosh knows, Marion's having a great season. k won 10 games in a row. They won 13 of 14, but since the month of February has started, they went four and five of the month, including losing of their last six, including tonight's 81-66 defeat here to South End St. Joe, in case you're just tuning in. But there's so many ups and downs that go into a high school basketball season, and if nothing else, this schedule and the grueling, you know, consistent uh, two-and-three-games-a-week schedule that Ron Heglinski talked about in my pregame conversation tonight... Hopefully with a little rest tomorrow, Sunday, and then uh, you know, certainly getting ready for Wednesday because Laporte is gonna be no pushover, even though the Slicers are struggling this year at five and sixteen coming into tonight. It's one and done. You gotta show up. But sure. I think this 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 embattled caveman club with games against Warsaw, Concord, Westview, Northwood, New Prairie, South Ben Adams, Westville, South Ben Riley, Penn, and now this Saint Joe Club you you're not going to see many teams in the state play schedule like that i don't care what class what conference or what region or county you live in that's that's a tough demanding schedule in any month let alone the month of february
2: oh no i mean you can't say that they're not tested going into the playoffs there's you know you're not going to have more of an opportunity to be tested they have been they they rose to the challenge uh, on numerous occasions obviously they fell short in the last four games but uh, like you said, you know, they got Laporte in the first game. It's a great draw for them. There's no question. Laporte just lost tonight to uh, to Washington by 28 points. So they're, they're coming off of a bit of a sting. And uh, Mishwak has every opportunity to do some good things in that first game. And look, if they win that first game, that'll be the first time in a long time they've won the first game of the sectional.
1: In fact, it would be the first time that they have won the opening game of the sectional. You have to go back 11 years.
2: There you go. So, look, this team still has a lot in front of them. Actually,
1: it's been 10 straight sectional losses last year to South Bend Adams in their opening game, 52-39. The last win in sectional play was in the 2011 sectional. This is Mitchell Walkham versus South Bend Clay, 65-53. It's been a long time.
2: It has been a long time. So they got a lot in front of them.
1: 81-66, our final score. Uh, when we talk about the sectionals, certainly next week things will get underway Tuesday with a single game as host Michigan City will battle Culver Academy, a Culver team that has had numerous bouts with COVID and going into tonight had played just eight games on the season. Michigan City entering play tonight was 12-10. They will play Tuesday, and then the Wednesday double dip will have these Mishawaka Cavemen at 14-7. and 7. Taking on the Laporte Slicers, who entered play tonight at five and sixteen, and then Game Two is certainly on Wednesday night—a mismatch with the best team against, well, the least successful team in the <laughs> in the tournament. That would be in this uh, sectional field of seven teams. South of Adams at twenty-one and one after their win tonight against New Prairie. They will be matched up against the two and twenty, or check that—the two and nineteen Plymouth Pilgrims. So certainly on paper, but you have to play the games. The Michigan City High School will be the site. And then after the Tuesday, Wednesday opening round, semifinals on Friday, Saturday action will be also a single championship game, and we'll have all the action next week right here on our combination of uh, here, 96.1 WSBT, and on our sister station, Live 99.9, presented by Bethel University Athletics. But here tonight, uh, back to the current, February 26, 2021, Mishawaka Falls on the road. To Mishawaka, rather to South Bend-St. Joe. Mishawaka now on the season, 14 and 7. A club that went 12 and 11 a season ago. Certainly, lots of bright spots, but uh, right now they're, uh, I think they're feeling the effects of a grueling month of February, where they have now lost five of their last six. They finished four and six in the month of February. But why don't you take us through the numbers because there are some mighty pretty offensive numbers up there. If you would have told me, yeah, driving to St. Joe tonight. Trent Johnson scores 32. Sicario Thomas scores 16. I'm here to tell you it's a two or three, maybe four-point ball game, and the Cavemen have a chance to win.
2: Well, yeah, it's like I said in the pregame show with the way that St. Joe puts up points. I mean, that uh, they're in the 80s an awful lot. They, they average over 70 points a game. That Mishawaka was going to need that third person to step up. Well, that third person ended up being Sicario Thomas. The problem was Devon Parker, who's been that second guy uh, for the last couple of weeks. Just never got just on track. never got on track. And so uh, they had two guys step up uh, offensively, just could not find that third. So uh, let's go through the scoring here real quick. As a team, Mishawaka, 43%, 25, 23 of 53 from the field. They were 40% from beyond the arc, hit six threes, which is pretty good for Mishawaka, six of 15. While South Bend St. Joe, 54% from the field, 34 of 63, nine of 20 from three-point land. That's 45%. Uh, St. Joe, 4 of 7 from the free throw line. Mishawaka did a a pretty darn good job at the free throw line. They hit 14 of 17 for 82%.
1: That's well above their average of 66 of the season.
2: So they they did what they needed to do from the free throw line. Got there 17 times as well. Points in the paint won by St. Joe, 48 to 32. Rebounding edge slightly goes to St. Joe, 32 to 29. Second chance points even at 14. Uh, Points off turnovers goes to South Bend St. Joe, 15 to 12. The turnover battle, believe it or not, got a lot tighter here as the game has ended. It was 9-2 in favor of St. Joe at halftime, but uh, Mishawaka closed the gap, ended up with 13 turnovers to South Bend St. Joe's 12. Some individual scoring, first uh, for the victorious South Bend St. Joe Indians, J.R. Konesny had 33 points. He was 14 of 29. Took 29 shots to get there. 3 of 8 from 3. 2 of 3 from the free throw line. Will Terry was unconscious tonight. He had 26 points. He
1: averages 10. Yeah,
2: he had 26. He was 10 of 13 from the field. 6 of 9 from 3. Had 8 points in the paint. Uh... Jack Fuda, 5 of 10 from the field. He ended up with 11. Litka had 6. Commanda had 3. And rounding out the scoring for the Indians is Odell. He had a deuce. Uh, For Mishawaka, Trent Johnson had one heck of a night. 10 of 17 from the field. He had 32 points on the night. Hit five three-pointers on eight attempts. Hit all seven of his free throws. Eight of his points came from inside the paint. Scario Thomas had a heck of a ball game. Six of 11 from the field. One of two from three. Hit three of four from the charity stripe. Had 10 points from the paint. He had 16 overall. And then the drop-off begins. Maddox Yohe had six. Arthur Jones had five. Brendan Williams had three. Devon Parker only had two points tonight. And Tommy Herringer rounds out the scoring for the cavemen with two points as well. And your final score, South Bend St. Joe 81, Mishawaka 66.
1: And our post-game statistics tonight brought to you by RBIs Unlimited. Help your child's statistics improve this spring for their baseball or softball team with hitting and throwing lessons and workouts at RBIs Unlimited. RBIs located on West 6th Street in Mishawaka. One more time, St. Joe 81, Mishawaka 66. Vince and I will return with the final few thoughts on our postgame show after this. Wrapping things up on our post-game show here, Alumni Jim, along with Vince D'Addario, I'm Brian Miller. Our final score tonight in the regular season finale for high school boys basketball. South Bend St. Joe 81, Mishawaka 66. We mentioned the brackets a little while ago for the Cavemen, again, competing next week in the Michigan City sectional with games Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Meanwhile, the Class 3A sectional 19 tournament that the South Bend St. Joe Indians will be a part of should be an intriguing and interesting uh, bunch of games. The opening night of action on Tuesday over at the West Side, Great Western Forum, will have Washington, the host Panthers, against Jimtown's Jimmies. South Bend Clay, the Colonials, will tangle with uh, highly favored Mishawaka Marion. Uh, Knights certainly with a, a great season might have to be listed as the favorite in that sectional. Uh, starting play next week. But then uh, the two by teams, John Glenn and South Bend St. Joe, will await into the semifinals, and Glenn will play the winner of Washington Jimtown St. Joe with a uh, very possible rematch with their archrival Mishawaka. And that would be the second game of the semis, the championship there on Saturday night. Vince, that should be a really exciting sectional, and uh, you know certainly. Anything can happen at tournament time, but what do you think it's going to take for the St. Joe Club to be uh, uh, victorious and maybe uh, hold a trophy for the first time since 2015?
2: Well, if they get a, if they get, uh, a performance like that from Will Terry, they're, they're going to be in great shape. Uh, great if they, point. If, if they can find somebody to uh, to go along with J.R. Kinesny and, and what he brings to the table, that's what this team is going to need. They're just going to need a, a bit more of a balanced scoring attack. Look, they're clearly not going to have any issue putting up points can they stop other teams can they stop a Marion uh that's in their sectional that is going to be the big key and you know what a great way to go out if you're coach Jay uh to to go out you know with a sectional or a regional or, or you know even further i think that would be unbelievable so i know from a personal standpoint i'll be rooting for coach j there is no question about that
1: no doubt about that so again the class 3a sectional number 19 with Washington, Jimtown, and Clay Marion, we'll get things underway. An opening night with Glenn and St. Joe winning in the semifinal by games uh, for those first-round winners. And then again, the championship, like everybody's championship, is on Saturday night. Hey, stay tuned. Matt Embry is next with a complete wrap-up on the U.S. Sign Crafter scoreboard. We want to thank our friends from Jay's Cruncher's Potato Chips, who's a proud sponsor of high school sports here on the radio at WSBT. If you want to add some real crunch to your next gathering or party, pick up a, bags of a bag, or two or three for that yeah, matter. Why not? Jay, bags. Jay's Cruncher's at your local grocer. And we want to thank them again for sponsoring high school sports here on the radio at WSBT. Next week, sectional action again will be on the radio Wednesday on Live 99.9. Friday, right here on WSBT, and then also Saturday with the championship on WSBT. Uh, it'll be the uh, dynamic duo of Sean Styers and Vince Diderio bringing to you the action on Wednesday. We'll begin, I'll be on Live 99.9. And then, uh, depending on how Notre Dame women's basketball happens, yeah, so depends many. on uh, mm-hmm. how the high school games go, and maybe which of our sports guys wins the uh, Hoosier Lottery <laughs> will depend on who's <laughs> doing play-by-play Friday and yeah, Saturday. No but uh, I look forward to the opportunity to be with you. Hey, if this is our last time for the season, hey, good luck in your baseball season. Thank you, sir. At South Bend Riley. And you the same hopefully in your new the, conference. Hopefully the cavemen of Mishawaka, my girls on the softball diamond, will uh, do us proud. And as we uh, enter our uh, new era in the Northern Lakes Conference, we're looking forward to an exciting season. Season over at Baker Park, and uh, hope some fans will get out to support us this year. These girls have waited a long time to play on the diamond, you're as I kidding. know your boys have waited a long time to play on your diamond. And I know you're not John kidding, John Hummer and his club. And uh, the, saw
2: some grass in the outfield this morning when I got to school, and I got way too excited. Let me tell you,
1: hey man about that. I think <laughs> we are excited, but hey, a, a, an impressive win for South Penn State, Joe, and we cannot wish anyone uh, more of the best than. Mark Johnson. I have had the pleasure of knowing Mark a long time. I've uh, had him do color commentary with me a few times on the radio back in our Martin Spotlight game of the weekdays from the sectionals. And uh, uh, nobody probably in this area enjoys sitting down talking high school hoops with more than Mark Johnson. And uh, we wish him the best. And uh, I'm glad he landed on his feet here at St. Joe and had a, uh, a fine end to his career, although it's not done yet. And I know he's hoping for maybe about five more games, would be, at least, would be yeah. the El Perfecto uh, for him. But, to his St. Joe team certainly uh, showed that they uh, will be a team to be reckoned with over in that section at Washington next week. Again, our final here as St. Joe improves to 17 and 4. Mishawaka closes their regular season at 14 and 7. St. Joe 81, Mishawaka 66, J.R. Kineshna leads the way with 33 points, 26 for Will Terry, while Mishawaka was paced by Trent Johnson's 32 and Sicario Thomas's 16. Fans stay tuned. Our postgame show continues after this timeout with an update on the U.S. Sinecraft scoreboard with Matt Embry. For Vince Dario. I'm Brian Miller, Thanks for tuning in. A special thanks to the associates here at South Bend St. Joe for their hospitality, athletic directors Debbie Brown and John Gump. It's a pleasure to work with you, and great to my old friend Al Monhu down at the scores table <laughs> for only the <coughs> 50-some years he's been doing this. It is an amazing run. I didn't get a chance to say hi to him, but uh, he is a legend of scorekeeping in high school hoops. Great to see him. But, hey, fans, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned. Matt Embry's next on the USI Crafters scoreboard. For Vince Dario, Brian Miller, good night from South Bend St. Joe High School and downtown.
4: As we continue our post-game show following Mishawaka's 8166 loss at the hands of South Bend St. Joseph, it is another edition of the U.S. Sign Crafters Scoreboard. I'm Matt Embry in the WSBT studios. U.S. Sign Crafters, custom signage, and graphic needs to installation and service. U.S. Sign Crafters has you covered. You take a look on the scoreboard. All these games have gone final. Northridge, a winner tonight over DeKalb, 55-45. John Glenn, an easy win over Goshen tonight, 50-29. Northwood defeats Elkhart, 56-51. Wawasee, 58-51 winners over Tippecanoe Valley and Concord. It's by Westview, 64-58. South Bend John Adams, a second consecutive N.I.C. season where they go undefeated. This year, especially so, as they win all their games by 10 points or more. And that trend continued tonight as they defeated New Prairie on the road, 64-51. And also, South Bend, Washington, a winner, easily over LaPorte, 64-36 at LaPorte. So a big win to close out the regular season for the South Bend, Washington Panthers. And of course, South Bend, Washington girls, they play for a Class 3A championship tomorrow in Indianapolis. Best of luck to the Lady Panthers outside of high school basketball and hockey on our system station 94-3 got a victory tonight over michigan state by count of two to nothing we look ahead to sectional action and the michigan city sectional which the midwest family of stations will be broadcasting we'll get you all the information you need to know on where to find all the action Coming up after this final timeout, you're listening to Mishawaka Cayman Basketball, powered by Inland Engineering, on 96 WSBT. One final time with the U.S. Signcrafters post-game. And Matt Embry with you. And of course, I will be with you on Wednesday. We start our coverage on our system station, Live 99.9, of the Michigan City sectional. The Tuesday game, by the way, the first round of Culver County, Michigan City, we will not carry. Our coverage begins, though, on Wednesday as Laporte takes on Mishawaka. That's the first of the two first round games that we will carry on Wednesday, followed by South Bend Adams taking on Plymouth. South Bend Adams, 20 and one on the season. Again, an undefeated NIC regular season title. And of course, their only loss coming on the road to Indianapolis, Warren Central. Then on Friday, the winners of games two and three will take on each other in the second semifinal. That will be on WSBT on Friday. While South Bend Riley will take on the Culver Academy Michigan City winner. And then our coverage concludes on Saturday with the Michigan City sectional final. Again, on Wednesday, the LaPorte-Mishawaka game. The South Van Adams-Plymouth game will be on our sister station, Live 99.29. Then on Friday, the semifinals on WSBT. And again here on WSBT next Saturday for the Michigan City sectional final as we get Hoosier Hysteria underway here on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. What a year it has been for Mississauga basketball coverage. Girls and boys, a big thank you to Brian Miller was the voice of the caveman, John Styers, plus our analysts, including Vince DiDario, among others. Also, we were privileged to have Mike Lightfoot, the former Bethel College Pilots head coach for one of our broadcasts as well this season. And also, a big thank you to Jerry Janowski and Jim Arizari assisting me in the U.S. Signcraft studios this winter. So until next week, we get our action underway at the Michigan City sectional presented by Bethel College Athletics. I'm Matt Embry saying thank you for listening to Mishawaka Cayman Basketball Power by Middle Engineering on Sports Radio, 96.1 WSBT South Bend. Until Wednesday night when we join you on our sister station, Live 99.9, good night from Mishawaka. Thanks for listening
3: to Mishawaka Caveman Basketball, powered by Midland Engineering Company, completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Caveman Basketball, also brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, School City of Mishawaka, Barnaby's of Mishawaka, BSN Sports, Edward Jones, Fisher's Barbecue and Catering, the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, Industrial Tour of Northern Indiana, Jay's Cruncher's Potato Chips, Curse Outdoor Living, Monterey Mexican Barn Grill, Kevin Butts with First Midwest Mortgage, REMAX 100, South Bend Orthopedics, and by U.S. Sign Crafters. Thank you for listening to Mishawaka Cavemen Basketball on ninety six one WSBT, the sports leader.